eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The long plane ride to London. Joints swell. Injured joints swell in those situations. So whatever sprain or degree of sprained ankle that Daniel Jones has, the Giants need to be very careful because the trip to England could wind up impacting him in a negative way because that is a a six-and-a-half-hour flight. That's something they're going to have to deal with. The trainers are going to have to be real careful with him, probably a lot of ice, magnets, and stuff of that nature to calm it down. Paul, now let me ask you this. You bring that up. I clear that that was something I hadn't thought of. The Giants are flying there on Thursday. If that's a real concern, shouldn't you do like, uh, you know, sometimes baseball teams do a major league pitcher? Shouldn't you get Daniel Jones on a plane on Monday? Give that, if that's really a thing, wouldn't you consider getting Daniel Jones out to London earlier with trainers? This way you're not worried about if he lands with swelling on Friday, that could totally ruin him. Well, I would think first things first, they want to to give him the best hometown treatment that they can't give him. Because remember, once you get on that plane and go over the ocean, now you're subjected to whatever makeshift operations that you're able to put together. Hey, Paul, so they had the they, Paul, the Queen lived forever here. I mean, you know, yeah. it seems like they got good medicine <laughs> over there. Yes, she did. God bless her and rest her soul. <laughs> but but we're talking about football players, not uh hierarchies uh, sitting okay. on the throne. So, you know, I think they would want to have him initially here as long as they could. So I I don't know that they'd want to send him over there. But I will say a couple of things about this. Number one, yes, the giant medical staff is going to be uh, in tip-top form trying to make sure that he gets the best care he can. Number two, Davis Webb obviously is going to be activated because Tyrod Taylor is in concussion protocol. So you're going to need a second active quarterback. And the NFL is not fooling around now more than ever with concussions. No, absolutely not. Even so, if I'm, even if Tyrod's cleared, Paul, I don't think he's dressing on Sunday. I don't think anybody with a concussion this week in the NFL is dressing on Sunday, and that goes. With I would concur. Too. I would concur. Yeah. All right. So 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 that's one part of, uh, of the scenario. Um, the other part of, of this, and I think it's important to to understand, Daniel Jones 
basically talked his way back onto the field after a sprained ankle uh, when he played against Arizona at MetLife Stadium a couple of years ago. You'll remember that. Of course. Yeah. It did not go well. So no. you raise a very legit point. If Daniel Jones is not himself ankle-wise, how much of that playbook is compromised? Even if he's well enough to play, there are chapters they're going to have to either reduce or take out. And the most important chapters, the most important chapters of the offense so far, mind you. Yeah. Now, I will tell you this. It's because he's a gamer. And the Giants, as you remember, albeit it was a, uh, an ugly season, they were still in a playoff race that year. And he forced his way into the lineup. He convinced Joe Judge that I can go, I can go. And it was a game-time decision, and he forced his way in. He argued his way in. It turned out to be the detriment because I, I truly believe the Giants would have been much better off not playing him in that Cardinals game. Will the same thing happen here? I think it's a great question. I don't know if the medical staff says to Dable, okay, we could check off in terms of his health. Does Dable allow Jones impacting his decision? In other words, is Dable one of those coaches who can be talked into playing a player if the guy is that competitive and that forceful about it? Yeah. Some coaches will not be talked into anything. I don't know Dable well enough. Paul, what, what frustrates me here with Jones is that, in my opinion, if Tyrod Taylor doesn't suffer that concussion, I don't think the conversation today is about whether Jones is able to play or not. I think the Giants probably already play it safe because they probably would trust Tyrod Taylor for a week. And the fact that you don't have him, I think I just worry that that's going to rush the judgment on playing him and screwing something else up. That would bother me. That's the part of Dable's processing that I can't get into right now. I just don't know. I think you make a legitimate point. I just don't know how Dable's going to deal with this because I don't have enough experience with him to know his inner workings. I know one thing. Davis Webb will be ready. Had a yeah. hell of a preseason. If they need him to go in, he will be ready. Be fascinating if we get Davis Webb in England. Now, defensively, a couple, you know, hat tips, badges of honor. I know you have one that I'm going to let you give out in a second, but the three names first that come to my mind, number one, Dexter Lawrence might have had his best game as a New York Giant, best game of his yeah. career, and filling that hole of Leonard Williams, which was lacking in the Dallas game. He was so good, and the pass rush and the bull rushes and the get-two sacks, great game from Dexter Lawrence. I thought Fabian Moreau, the moment that Aaron Robinson got hurt in that game, has two huge pass deflections. I know another one could have been caught. Didn't matter. He made the right reads and the right plays, and he has proven to be a very capable backup, very. smart, heady player. And what what was the word you used a couple weeks ago? They needed uh, some grand grandpappies. Fabian Moreau has served as that grandpappy in a good way at cornerback for the Giants to be good. And a guy who I've shredded, although he's made the most of his career as a Mr. Irrelevant, Tate Crowder was all over the field. He was all over the field on Sunday. A lot of pops made his presence felt. He had an excellent game. And really, I mean, I know I personally, I personally look at yesterday's win and I say Fabian Moreau, Tate Crowder, Dexter Lawrence, the Giants cannot win the game without one of those three even being on the field. They were that good for them on Sunday. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Let me give you two more guys on defense because it really was a strong defensive effort considering that I believe when uh, the game was finally over, Chicago had gone 0 for 3 in the red zone uh, having to settle for field goals. I mean, they just could not get it across the goal line. And that says a lot about this defense, certainly their bend but don't break mentality. And we know about the six sacks with the pass rush. Dexter Lawrence, by the way, I think the number was 98% he played snaps, which is by far the most of his career. I mean, that's a big man we're talking about, okay? The gas tank can run low when you're that large. But it well, did I, not could, I, could, I, I was going to say, I could be wrong, but I think the two snaps he might have been off the field for might have been after each of his sacks where he just needed a quick oxygen and yeah. water and got back on the field. He missed four snaps in the game. Okay, I'm looking at the go. number now. 58 out of 62. That's amazing. That is great, amazing. Great game. But my, my bouquets on defense have to go to Jalen Smith, who, you know, is a run-stuffing linebacker. And I thought they contained the Bears running game. I know they had about 150 yards and Fields ran for about 50 himself at quarterback. But when it came time for to prove the effectiveness of the Bears run game, to try to take control of the tempo and the flow of the game, they couldn't do it. And I thought that Smith really filled a lot of gaps. And what impressed me, he had seven combined tackles. Check this out. On only 31 snaps, Sean. 31 wow. snaps. That is really nice efficiency. That's Six solos, by the way. Yeah, that's okay. unbelievable. That's so, unbelievable. So, so that turns out to be a very fortuitous signing. I still think if he had been in the lineup earlier, I know he wasn't ready, only a few days in, I think he could have made a difference against the Cowboys. And then I thought the other guy on defense who really showed me something was Dane Belton. You know, okay. let me say something. When they picked up Tony Jefferson, who had been released by the Ravens. And we all said, well, he's a Wink Martindale guy. And we know the Giants could use some depth in the secondary. And, well, they brought Jefferson in. And they activated him twice off the practice squad. You only get three for the season. And they used two, two in the first few weeks. And you're saying, well, okay, let's see. How are they going to play this out strategically? Because there were some people who said to me, Oh, as soon as they get to the third game, they'll elevate him to the 53 right away. And I'm like, well, not so fast because Belton's healthy. They threw him in there with only a week and a half worth of practice playing the deep safety. Maybe, just maybe, Tony Jefferson stays on the practice squad and we'll see what happens with Belton. And what do you know? Belton was the guy yesterday. And, and, you know, (laughs) Dave, Dave Belton's a player. Which would be great. It would be great to find a you know a real quality. Play. Oh, by the way, they did that with Julian Love, a real quality day three guy in the back end of that secondary. I'm glad you brought up Tony Jefferson because I think one of the last points we're going to need to get to on this podcast, and who knows where it goes, and who knows if it's old news by the time you listen to this. But there is the report. I mean, Landon Collins is coming in for a workout here, our old friend with the Giants coming in to work out. Now, it would look like it would have to be more of a hybrid. You would think of him more of a linebacker role. But that sort of feels like the role that they were giving Tony Jefferson. I don't know, Paul. I don't know if this is going to materialize as anything. He was a quality player before he got hurt. He's still only 28 years old. Is there a chance we sign Landon Collins? And if they do, what would be his kind of role? Well, Collins, uh, what do you have? 80 something tackles with uh, Washington last season, ended the year with a foot injury. And oh, by the way, 
You want to talk about a guy who's got a lot of mileage on his tires? Oh, yeah. That's Landon Collins. Yeah. He has had so many different injuries. Look, it's one of the reasons, Sean, it's one of the main reasons why the Giants did not resign him for big right. money. His contract was up a few years ago. He went to three Pro Bowls with the Giants, and then they allowed him to walk. Well, it was simple. They looked at the kind of money he was going to command based on his pure production and said, okay, look at the amount of time he's missed. Look at the serious injuries that he's had. The risk-reward is, is, is not there. You just right. can't spend that kind of money on a guy who has had so much mileage. And the, the rare is, smart free agency decision. It was. I know. It I was. Know. It was a very smart move by Gettleman. And, I know. And, and you know what? Washington, even though I believe he did have one 100-yard tackle season in his three years uh, down there, I think we would all agree they didn't get what they paid for. Oh, for sure. But, Paul, look. We know clearly that that contract didn't work out. We know clearly he's two years moved from the Achilles, last year foot injury, and we know he's not on a home here after week four. So we understand that Landon Collins can't sign with the New York Giants for big money in any way, and we oh. understand that, that his days really as a safety are probably over, and this would have to really be a box kind of linebacker. Yeah. But everything you said about injuries and mounting and all of that, well, you could make the same case and apply it to Jalen Smith as well, and now we see Jalen Smith for basically no cost coming up and making plays for the Giants. Landon Collins could be that kind of player for the Giants. There's no reason he couldn't be, and you wouldn't be spending anything on him. I, I think it's a very intriguing workout. I really do. I know there's comfortability from us as fans because, you know, you can see the Landon Collins jerseys get broken out again. But, I mean, it's possible he comes here. I just find it interesting, though, that they'd even bring him in for a workout. I know he was – I think it was Stapleton had the tweet that he was basically, you know, ahead of all the injuries as he was being worked out because some people pointed to the Julian Love stuff. But with Tony Jefferson already here, I just – I don't I found this one very peculiar. Yeah, you would think that they would be in a similar spot in the scheme, right? Because the right, box safety, right. who's going to be uh, in the sub package, I I absolutely see your point. To me, they are very similar styles of players. And Wink having the Ravens connection with Jefferson, it makes you scratch your head. Well, why are they like bypassing him to right, maybe bring right. in Landon Collins? I, I, I think it's a very legit question. I'm not sure I understand why he's a better fit. Maybe the Giants in their month or so with Jefferson on the practice field yeah, have decided yeah. he's not everything that they thought he was. Could be. It could be. It's certainly intriguing and certainly, put it this way, it's very rare that a, a practice squad potential signing with elevations would get the Giant fans really pepped up. Landon <laughs> Collins was a guy who was liked by fans, so certainly certainly yeah. worth monitoring. All right, Paul, when do you, are, are you headed to London? When are you headed to London? No, I'm going to be doing the MSG postgame show from studio. Is that uh, right? Weekend. Yes. Is that right? We don't get Paul Cherio in England. All right. I was going to say, when are we going to tape this next one? But I guess London's not ready for me. It's not. <laughs> so are I you guess, kidding? I guess we will keep our normal podcast schedule for the week. That's yes, we will. The fans will not be disappointed. We will be on time as expected.